0: Besides Oktoberfest and bread, Germany is also famous for its highway or the Autobahn. Is it really that fun to drive here? Are there special driving rules? And how do you find those hidden speed cameras? Well, fasten your seatbelts because our guest today will take us out for a spin through the world of driving in Germany. welcome to the icf lounge podcast we are a community of people coming from different parts of the world living in germany we are creating this space to share our stories in the name of jesus and there is a lot of energy here in the icf lounge today we're going to talk about cars and driving in Germany but even if you don't drive you'll still enjoy our discussion because our guest today has a very fun personality he is full of energy he has helped organize sports events for our church and bringing people together through that some of us know he also loves cars and we're going to find out just how much of a car fanatic he really is Miller Welcome to our show.
1: Hello. Hello. Happy to be your guest.
0: Hey, for our audience who may not know you, tell us a little bit about you. Where are you from?
1: My name is Miller Simba. I'm originally from Romania. I am 27 years old, married to Julia, and uh, we have an eight-month-old child, Hector. We moved to Germany in August 2016, and uh, we've been part of the ACF international community ever since.
0: Let me ask you this. If you have to sell yourself as a car, what kind of a car would you be?
1: Probably be a loud sports car, probably in a set-down form because I love sports, I am loud, I talk a lot, everyone knows that. I am annoying sometimes, like sport cars are annoying in traffic when they rev their engines and switch lanes like crazy, meaning that I don't like routines. Uh, But I can also be reliable as a daily car uh, with enough legroom and decent size boot because I consider myself a family man. But from time to time, I like to escape for a moment to have some fun. So I would probably be a
0: So just how crazy are you about cars? Can you tell us any stories that show us how much you love driving and cars?
1: I started driving when I was 12 years old. When my parents were not at home and the car was in the garage, I used to steal the keys and take it for a spin. Maybe I should mention that I spent my childhood in a small village, but it was still dangerous and forbidden to drive at 10 years old. Another reason is that I bought an expensive convertible four years ago after only three months of contract. I own only petrol cars. I currently drive uh, almost 500 horsepower car. I think I watched every single car show in the UK, USA, Romania, Germany since I was probably 10. I spend hours daily in YouTube watching car vlogs, reviews, and also um, I spend a lot of time doing small changes on my car.
0: Wow, but since what age have you been such a fanatic about cars? When did you know, I mean you start driving at the age of 12, but when did you know that you just love cars? Probably
1: since I was five years old and I think I got this passion from my father. I remember I used to wash my father's car myself using a small bucket and a sponge. <laughs> Imagine I used to transform dust in mud. In mud on the car surface uh, but you know at least my parents didn't get upset so when they didn't find me in the house or garden they could find me in the car did that i driving it so since I was five six something like this okay wow
0: okay I'm soul. You're you're a car fanatic well I also know that you've been driving in different countries what makes driving in Germany fun then and what makes it not fun
1: fun for sure the autobahn simple as that and uh, what is not fun here I think it's not fun because modifying a car is very difficult They are very strict and every single modification should pass tooth inspection. Most of the nicest modifications are completely forbidden. For example, straight pipes and stuff like this.
0: So the the rules and regulations, that makes it not fun.
1: Yeah, this is not fun at all.
0: So what's the longest distance and what's the fastest speed you've driven?
1: Longest distance, Nuremberg to Craiova. So our hometown, 1,400 kilometers one way. I do it at least three times a year back and forth and high speed 270 kilometers per hour. Or for our American friends, that would be around 170 miles per hour.
0: So have you been to racing tracks here in Germany or anywhere else?
1: Uh, no unfortunately not in germany i've been twice in romania but only on a drag racetrack i'm planning to visit nurburgring but at the first try to be honest i would prefer to to drive with a professional driver because it's very risky to crash and uh, the insurance costs at least 1000 euros per day (laughs) so (laughs) i prefer to be safe
0: what are some driving rules in germany that surprise you where they make you think okay wow that's different from what i used to do
1: german rules are very similar to Romanian rules, so you basically follow the same handbook. Uh, But for me, when I moved to Germany, it was a bit challenging to understand the parking procedures, Uh, those temporary, park shine, bevonerausweis and so on. It was really tricky for me. And also the Rettungsgase was kind of new for me, you know, when you have to create a room for the ambulance or for the police on the highway. It was a little bit different, but generally no big difference. Same rules.
0: Are there any driving rules in Germany that surprise you coming from Brazil? Yeah,
2: there are several rules, especially when you have to do conversions, where you do this near the trend lines or other crazy stuff. And the right has the right before left, which is something that in Brazil we don't have. Next for links.
0: Yeah, that's true. At the intersection, you mean? Yep. Yes. And all of a sudden, yeah, you have to let that car go. Yes, that took me so long to get used to. Yeah, that's true. Same for me. The Red Tongs is like, what do you call it? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's also quite new for me. It, only recently I learned that even if there is no active, let's say, ambulance coming, you still need to make way, getting ready in case. You know, one time Mike was swerving to the side and getting out of the way. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> he said, like, that is the rule. I'm like, I didn't know that. <laughs> so let's say someone asked you, hey, I've never been to Germany before. I'm going there soon and I need to drive there. Do you have any advice or a word of caution you would give that person?
1: First advice, use blinkers for any lane change. Uh Stay on the first lane on the autobahn uh, when you have this option. Because you never know when a guy like me comes from behind driving 300 kilometers per hour and it can be really dangerous. Another advice would be don't push the car from the beginning. Just take some time to get used to the uh, traffic. Push it only when the autobahn has no speed restriction and the traffic is clear. And maybe something funny, <laughs> don't show the middle, uh, middle finger to the police. You might end up in a prison. <laughs> <laughs> it it works in other countries, but not in Germany.
0: What do you mean the first lane?
1: Let's call it the slow lane. The right lane. Yes, yeah
0: okay so what about speed camera I mean they're sneaky how do you how do you avoid those is there any way to know where they're hiding
1: there are some apps there are also some Facebook groups where people announce this kind of speed cameras but uh, generally you must be careful in the 30 kilometers per hour speed limit zones usually there are speed cameras tickets are expensive and you could uh, accumulate penalty points and after eight points you cannot drive anymore and it is it's really hard to get back the license.
0: I know you don't drive here, Fred, but do you know how people find out about the speed cameras?
2: Well, on the legal ways, I have no idea. Illegal ways, there are lots of things on the internet, which I don't recommend you to do that.
0: Actually, sometimes the radio shows, they talk about it, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, the bits and stuff, the bits report.
2: What happens in the office normally is when there is a van, stop it, and there is a police uh, hidden behind with a a speed camera, just trying to measure the, the speed there. Everybody see, and then on the WhatsApp group, you immediately get careful when you leave in the office because there is a police car waiting for you.
0: Okay, let's say touch wood, right? Someone gets into an accident with another car. What should they do?
2: Run.
1: What did you say? <laughs> run. No. No, don't no, run. Don't do
0: no.
2: That.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I know a case when the people left and then one of the other drivers called the police and then the other uh, driver got a very high fine 5000 euros. So if there is a light crash, you can get to a common understanding or agreement with the other person. But if there is some argument, just call the police. Don't touch the cars and the position of them uh, so the police can analyze accurate the impact. The guilty person will pay only 30 euros to the police and uh, hand, will hand over the insurance details to the other person, which will be used to repair the car. Don't leave the accident place, as I already mentioned, without a, a confirmation actually from the police that they found a guilty person they will give you a number or a code behind it Uh, the whole case in the police uh, police register uh, can be found
0: so one question I always have is let's say I got into an accident and and we're blocking traffic are you saying we shouldn't move the car at all or you still want to get it out of the way
1: it depends on the situation of course if the traffic is very heavy and you should move the cars then the other driving participants can move on but usually it's good to leave the cars as in the position of the impact then for example in these regs for limbs cases they will know which person came from the right side which person came from the left side so this is really important
0: let's take a break now and go to our game segment well, since we're talking about cars today, I thought during our game segment, we can play a German driving rules trivia. Don't worry, I don't expect you to know any of that. So this is just a game I wanna play with the audience, with you, with our producer, Fred. Well, first question, true or false? It's illegal to run out of fuel on the Autobahn. Miller, what do you think? Ooh. What do you think, Fred?
2: Uh, I think it's true.
0: And audience? If you run out of fuel on the autobahn, you can get fined up to 30 to 70 euro. Second question, also true or false? It's okay to say do to a policeman. Let's say you get pulled over for a speed ticket or something. True or false?
2: True.
0: True, it's okay to say do. What do you think, Fred?
2: I think it's false.
0: And audience? I'm surprised on this one too. It's false. It's not okay <laughs> to say due to a policeman. Even if he's young and friendly, you can get fined up to 600 euros. What? <laughs> For saying That's dude. crazy. Yeah. All right. This one is a bit harder. What are some of the things you have to have in a car in Germany?
1: So first 8 kit, triangle, warning triangle, Partzweigstein, the safety jacket. Yes.
0: Yeah, yes, that's right. Yeah. Number four, true or false again? It is illegal to drive too slowly on the autobahn. True or false? True. What do you think, Fred?
2: Uh, I think it's true.
0: And audience? True. Yeah, you have to drive at least 60 kilometers per hour, according to my research. (laughs) Last one. You can drive naked in the car. True or false? False. So you cannot drive naked?
1: At least in Romania, it's not allowed.
0: (laughs) Okay. Fred, what do you think?
1: Driving
2: naked is allowed if you're having shoes.
0: Uh you know that for a fact
2: there is some restrictions and this is an experience from brazil there is a law that you're not allowed to drive without using shoes so you can have everything else but you cannot do that
0: Okay, okay, so in Brazil, you can if you're wearing shoes. In Romania, it's not allowed. In Germany, you can, it's allowed. As long as you don't walk out of the car because the car is considered as your personal property. So you can do whatever you want as long as you're not actively showing, you know, (laughs) inappropriate stuff, But, but yeah. As long as you don't walk out, you're fine. Not that I encourage you to do so. Hey, many people think that buying a car is not a wise investment. You know, the value depreciates and all that. But what makes you think it's good to spend money on cars? What are your reasons?
1: They are right, (laughs) it is not wise. (laughs) That's the sad truth for me. Uh, You can make it wise if you want. You buy some iconic cars with a good configuration, low mileage in a good condition, and the value of those cars will never drop. But to be honest, generally, um, for car enthusiasts like me, there is no option. (laughs) We must spend money, otherwise we cannot enjoy this passion. If you are this kind of person, you must find a balance. Maybe cut some expenses like, I don't know, like smoking, buying, expensive clothes or do you have to do overtime at work uh, in order to, to, to afford to live your dream. But to be honest, I am aware of uh, all these money waste. But every time I step into my car, it puts a smile on my face. And for me, this is more important than the others.
0: How many times have you bought a car here in Germany?
1: Since I'm in Germany, I bought five cars for myself and around 10 more cars for other people like family or friends. I mean, I assisted them in buying a car.
0: Okay, well, you bought so many cars or helping people as well for yourself. How do you find them? In Germany, if you want, you're looking for a car to buy, what would be the strategies?
1: This is a very long topic. We would probably need to talk at least two hours about this topic, but I will stick to the most important things. So it is very hard to find a good car, especially when your budget is limited. There is a lot of rubbish on the market. You must be very, very careful. And if you don't have experience in this kind of business, just hire someone while buying the car. My main advice is do not buy the cheapest car on the market. In almost all cases, it will be much more expensive in time. First, you have your budget, then make a smart uh, filtering, select the most important features that you want in your car and create a list with the other features which are just optional. Look always for a car as new as possible with the lowest mileage possible. When you have two cars with the same price and one of them is fully loaded with features Usually it has much more mileage or the condition of it is not that good comparing with the other one. So it's your choice. But be careful that many of them had big accidents in the past and lately a lot of cars are importing from other countries where they had big accidents and they are usually much cheaper than the good cars, the good German cars. So there are a lot of aspects uh, but uh, usually the price tells you the value of the car and one thing is clear for me after so much experience in, in this kind of a business, you can get tricked but you cannot trick them.
0: What are some other things that a car owner here in Germany need to be aware of?
1: There are some fixed things like annual fee, it's annual tax it's called Steuer, you pay it once a year depending on the car category, engine, mm-hmm. pollution and so on. There is tooth inspection you have to do that every two years there are things like maintenance costs for example you must be aware that you, from time to time you must change the oil, place the time tires, brakes, and so
0: on. Okay, let's talk about road rage. Do you think it happens more often here in Germany or less compared to other places?
1: It is normal, I would say. If I compare it with Romania, the difference is that in Romania it's more extreme. <laughs> People tend to get more nervous, but overall, I I still think here is better than in other countries. At least the at least the countries that I visited, with some exceptions.
0: Now I'm very bad at handling road rage. Can you tell us how do you handle it?
1: I'm also very bad at this. I don't have a problem when a when a guy challenges me to rev the car or to show off a little bit. I I like that and I do that too when I see a much stronger car that's fine that's just nice but I hate when I do just a small mistake for example if I am one second late at the green light and they honk at me then I say sorry but the people still shout at me and I don't understand this kind of uh, behavior but in the end you know we are humans and we do mistakes sometimes we have a bad day and we should not forget that we are the traffic and we build the traffic jams so there is no need to to shout at each other but when I am in when another being participant puts me in danger uh, with a really extreme maneuver or something like that then I, I get frustrated and I'm not that patient <laughs> What about you
0: Fred? How do you deal with role rages?
1: I'm a bit too calm actually
2: um, I have a lot of self-control and um, yes of course sometimes I get really angry and pissed off but I'm able to maintain the situation because I come from a country that if you start a fight on the street you don't know if the other guy has a gun or something so you can always end in a bad situation but i'm quite relaxed person
0: yeah it's interesting like people get annoyed by different things for me it's i i don't like it when i'm just i'm not even that slow but i need time to move over and then the car is already like pushing me and blinking at me (laughs) behind i mean that that's really scary so last question what is your dream car or would you say i already have my dream car the bmw m3
1: I would say it's one of them. (laughs) Because I think this is one of the most difficult questions for a car enthusiast. We usually have 20 dream cars from at least 10 different categories. So if I would have enough money, I would buy a Ferrari 488 GTB.
0: So besides buying and driving cars, do you have any other side projects as a car enthusiast?
1: Yes, I'm going to start a YouTube channel together with Kutruano. We are going to do car reviews and car vlogs. So stay tuned. <laughs>
0: That's so exciting. Yeah, I, I, I will subscribe to that. Well, this is a really fun discussion. Thank you so much, Miller, for being our guest today. I feel like I, I know you a little bit more through this.
1: Thank you for, for inviting me. Uh, it was a pleasure for me. It's a pleasure for me to talk about cars and I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it.
0: <laughs> Wish you could see this. He's smiling throughout the whole podcast today. <laughs> this podcast is produced by Fred and I'm your host. My name is Joanne. We hope this helps you if you're thinking about buying a car. Or if not, we hope at least you enjoy our conversation and get to know about us a little bit more. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe and follow us for more insights and stories from our community. I'll see you next time.